And here are the categories for you. Civil servants. Stamps from around the world. Mothers and sons. Beer. Bar trivia. And finally, celibacy. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink, and I know things. Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology. Don't know much about a science book. Don't know much about the French Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. You me over and I guess you thought I was all right. All right in a sort of a limited way for an off night. She said, don't I know you from the cinematographer's party? I said, who am I to blow against the wind? I know, I know, I've seen what I've said. This is a guy I want to have some conversations with, Nick. I want to talk to him. Best album of the 1980s? I just want to talk to him. There's things I have to say to him. The only, uh... Good argument I've ever heard against Graceland is the best album of the 80s was uh, Clash's London Calling, which I actually thought was 79. What about Appetite for Destruction? Well, it's just not as Different. much my genre, no. but I mean, yeah, all-time album. I mean, Appetite for Destruction's absolute, up there, though. Absolute classic, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, Paul Simon giving us our best intro, my favorite intro of the of the Quizzo world uh, as far as intros go, so I'd like to go back to that every once in a while, but... Welcome to uh, the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Nick and Drew back with you. Oh, look at this. London Calling released December 14th, 1979. So it does not count. <laughs> <laughs> that's like My Sharona. My Sharona, everybody has is like an 80s one-hit wonder. Oh, it that's was not released, an 80s? No, it's so, released in 1979. Uh, you, you had me on that one. Yeah, yep. So that's uh, that's another band. That, By uh, 17 Days, Graceland oh. is the best album of the 1980s. Because <laughs> it was released in 89, right? Yeah. Uh, Graceland's, what, 86? Oh, oh! You mean seventeen days from? Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Graceland. I was like, I thought that came out straight. Oh yeah, in that's mid eighties. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh sure, no. with Chevy Chase on the sax. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's an interesting story all by itself. Of course, "Call Me Al" is the song that we're referencing there. But uh, you know, "Diamonds on the Soles of Her Shoes," I believe, is on that album. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, not only you know, and obviously, oh yeah, Graceland. that's on there. Yeah, eighty six. Eighty six. So right in so, the heart. There you uh, go. Speaking of uh, Chevy Chase, in that uh, video. Do you know what band he was in? I do. I do know what band Chevy Chase was in. He was the original drummer for Steely Dan. Yes. In the early 1970s. And it's actually with great sadness that we start that off. And it'll be a question a couple weeks ago. (laughs) Steely Dan. Well, you know, Donald Fagan gets a lot of the credit, but I don't think anybody knows either of those guys' names. Well, well, I know Donald Fagan because he came out with that great song, Tomorrow's Girls. Yeah, yeah, I know. Nick's a huge fan of Tomorrow's (laughs) Girls. Loves Tomorrow's It's basically a steely dance. Isn't Rick Moranis in the video for that? I I believe he is, if I'm not mistaken. It's an all-time video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I absolutely love that song. For sure. 
Um, but no, of course, uh, the passing of uh, the other guy from Dude, Steely Dan. I do know the other guy from Steely's Dan, uh, Steely Dan's uh, band, and you should too, because uh, he will be one of the first questions asked on an upcoming quiz. And of course, tell you the truth, if you had asked me last week, I would not have known his name. It's it's Walter Becker, yes. and, I, and I did know Walter Becker and Donald Fagan. Uh, just based on on reading about their history and what have you, and at some point I wanted to know who the guys in Steely Dan were, and ha- making sure that nobody's named Dan. So I think we have multiple different. Oh things yeah, well that goes we do know. Uh, do you know where the name Steely Dan comes from? That's a, that's a more interesting backstory uh, for for where Steely Dan comes from. Um, but I think it is a slang term, correct? Okay, it's a slang term. Uh, and it, but I was wondering if you knew where what, the what origin, it, what it references. Yes, go for it. You can you can set it out there uh, since you've got the the better information. I kind of know, but I'm not going to be uh, totally accurate. All right, it comes from uh, the book Naked Lunch. Okay, which is is it Burroughs? I think wrote Naked Lunch. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm right on that. Um, yeah, it's a slang term for a uh, you know <laughs> 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 figure it out. <laughs> Think about it, folks. It is uh, made of steel and nicknamed Dan. But yeah, yeah it comes yeah. from uh, <laughs> it comes from Naked Lunch. Absolutely, by so. William S. Burroughs. And there's a lot of those. You know, there's a lot of uh, double entendre bands that I don't think people know what their name. It's actually funny how means. I'm 39 years old and I still can't say that word. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it's all good. We're we're, we're a family show here. We, we want to keep our G rating intact. Uh, for Steely Dan, but uh, you know, there's like Leonard Skinner, another good example of uh, of a band name that everybody's like, ah, it must have been a Jim Teacher, singer. right? That hated yeah. him. Yep, Jim Teacher that hated the band. <laughs> That's absolutely was right. That, was it Leonard, and they called him Leonard, or was his name no, really Leonard? Le- his name was Leonard Skinner. He, they just spelled it with Y's okay. to be artistically, uh, you know, creative. But uh, there you go. So rest in peace, Walter Becker. Uh, Donald Fagan's still kicking, by the way. Becker only lasts until sixty-seven. But uh, that's not bad in rock and roll years. Yeah, you take that. You take that in rock and roll. It's a bummer because although I, he did shut it down for like twenty years. Yeah, yeah. I kind of wanted. I kind of wanted to see them. You know, oh, that, I, saw, I got to see them. Yeah, I never saw them. Yeah, I got to see them. Uh, I assume I my buddy Scott and uh, I assume it was a lot like a Steve Miller concert where you kind of get their greatest hits, and it's not too far off. Uh, well, you know, it's music that's best listened to, like probably relaxing with your girlfriend or your wife, sure. and like just chilling at the house. It's not exactly they're like a perfect summertime amphitheater band for me. If I like, you know, yeah, if like I'm I, looking at that. If I remember correctly, it's more like of laying on a blanket, just relaxing sure. and watching them. And sure, I'm not out. dancing. I'm just listening. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's almost like not classical. to say you can't dance to any of their songs, but no. It's not exactly dance music. I don't know. I love them though for what they are. Oh, they're they're, they're, they're they're a fantastic band. So sad to, to one not of the have greatest them. box sets. Citizen Dan uh, came out at just the perfect time uh, for me. It was sometime in high school. I remember getting it for Christmas. And uh, what they did with their box set was they just put all seven of their albums <laughs> on a four CD box set called it Citizen Dan, and you had everything, uh, which was just great, just fantastic. And, yeah. and they had a, actually a pretty decent uh, repertoire. It wasn't; they were not a uh, short-lived. They only had ten years of playing together, but I think they made a lot of music. In, well, the in greatest that hits decade. was just awesome. But oh, I yeah. mean, I had worn that out listening to it over and over and over again. So when I got that box set, and you know, tons of great songs that were not on. Absolutely. The what's hits. your What's your favorite uh, Steely Dan song? I have mine, but it's by a wide margin. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's no question. I mean, for me, it's not even close. Jeez, the, in your the, mom, the short, is your mom? 
Uh, Peg. Yeah, I was like, she didn't get named after because she was alive before that song came out. Well, but... her name's Margaret. Yeah, right, so... right. But I'm yeah. sure that was a huge. Yeah, hit she was when born she in '58. Was, you know, uh, right in that. Time I mean, the or... first things that come to my mind are my old school and K19. It's number one for me. My old school. My old school. It's my favorite song. Absolutely, by a wide margin. Like I love, Steve, I love a lot of stuff that Celie Dan does, but My Old School is my absolute favorite song. Yeah, that's I, a great. I song. could rock out to that. That oh, is yeah. one of the few. That's like, one of the dance ones for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it's just like in a certain mood. Like when I'm driving, that's one of my all time favorite driving songs. And I just like I don't know why I get angry because I love My Old School. <laughs> but like yeah, you know, Kid Charlemagne is pretty just, awesome. You yeah, know, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Humphreys McGee covers that. My Old School. Yeah, no, oh. no. Oh, Kid Charlemagne. Kid Charlemagne, yeah. I believe it. Yeah, it's a good one to cover. I think Pe- Perpetual Groove covers some Steely Dan as well. Oh, I gotta, do they? Yeah, I got to. Or maybe I'm just saying that because they have a song called Steely Man. <laughs> they do know. have a song called Steely Man. Yeah, so it could be it could be one of, or both of those things. I don't remember. Yeah, Sorry. Try to look back. I can't remember them covering any Steely Dan. All right, so you so you got me with your uh, first one. I'm going to change subjects completely, move off of uh, the Steely Dan tribute there. But uh, again, R.I.P. Walter Becker. Um, th- this one, you know, I got to tell you, every once in a while, I read about something that blows my mind, and it this one blew my mind. So I'm going to see. I'm just going to ask you this. I'll tell you the backstory of it. What famous painter was the subject of an investigation when the Mona Lisa was stolen in 1911? Okay, I remember this. So th- now, what blew my mind about this is twofold. Number one, realizing that the reason why the Mona Lisa is the most famous painting in the world is because it was stolen in 1911. That's why it's the most famous painting. It, it before that time, it was just a. Uh, you know, I've heard different reports on that. Yeah, I heard the reason it was the most famous painting was because Da Vinci wouldn't part with it. And when I when I mean wouldn't part with it. Wouldn't leave it like out of his sight. He uh, was commissioned to paint it by a famous uh, or a, a rich man. Uh, right. It's called La Gioconda. Which yeah, I La think Gioconda. Yep. Is Gioconda the last name of the man who commissioned the painting of his wife? And Da Vinci loved it so much he wouldn't give it to the guy. <laughs> <laughs> he kept it. And literally, they, they say like he kept it under his arm. Like. So it was his favorite yes. painting. Okay. Well, so when Napoleon, you know, sacked Italy. He grabbed the Mona Lisa, put it in the Louvre, and that's where it's been since. That's crazy. So that, that that's the story I've heard about that. But well, obviously it gained worldwide fame. Uh, now, I got to... Well, well th- maybe, maybe it's the fact that the, the theft it was, of it sure. made it fame in terms of like that story getting out. Yeah, nationally. So, so now it's like, yeah, oh, or worldwide Da Vinci's fame. most famous, you know, yes. favorite painting was stolen, and that's what sort of turned it out, so... So I think I know the answer to this, and what's very interesting is you're saying this guy was questioned in 1911. Yeah. And he actually lived till 1973. Crazy. Uh, that Pablo was crazy. Picasso. Got it right. Yeah, when I saw he died in 73, it was probably like, I was, it was probably sometime yeah, I think, in the 80s, I, I think and I was like, like, like a Renaissance was, man. I thought he was under the 1600s. I thought he was like Da Vinci or, yeah, you know, back then <laughs> no. you don't know. No, uh, well, it's just when you're, a kid, when you're a kid and you don't know a lot about art history, basically all of the old painters are lumped together. Sure. So it's like, you know, sure. Monet, Monet Van Gogh, Manet, Van Gogh Picasso. They're all from the they're same. All, right. <laughs> they all hung out together. It's all million dollars. You know, yeah, yeah. fifty million dollar paintings. You don't right. think that that was could have drawn me a picture but, five years before I was but born? But it's amazing. So uh, apparently, the end result of this is the guy who stole it was just a worker in the Louvre. He was uh, sectioned to do security in a different, uh, you know, a different branch of the Louvre. He he stayed in overnight, kept like a space to to basically you know keep hidden, waited till everybody left, and then just walked out with it. 
There was no complexity. There Did was they no ever ask him why he grabbed that? Or well, you know, I think he took it because it was the Mona Lisa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or because it was the easiest one to get for him. Um, but you know, eventually was recovered and obviously returned. But there's even conspiracy theories about that that the original uh, was never brought back and that that was you know in the hands of some other wealthy guy who was able to get this as a perfect replica. And I don't you know. I wonder if that's the most valuable like thing. What do you think is the most valuable thing in the world? Gotta be up the Hope Diamond. Who would you rather have, the Hope Diamond or the Mona Lisa? Mona Lisa. No question. Right, me too. I mean, David, the statue. Yeah, there's there's a handful of those types of things, you know, and and some that we don't know of that don't exist. Like, you know, if like... uh, I gotta delve into, like, you know, perceived value of what things would fetch on the open market. Trust me, somebody's somebody's created some numbers there, but there's some interesting stuff there. All right, so throw one back at me, and then I'll... uh, I got a couple more general knowledge before we move on to sports. All right. Some very good Let's see if you remember this. this. Uh, What was the first major trial that was uh, broadcast on Court TV? This really launched the Court TV network. So there's two that come to mind. It was, I think OJ is a little too early, right? This was kind of before that whole thing. I, you know, OJ would make sense for me, but like the Menendez trial for some reason is another one that sticks out. I don't know why, but I'm gonna go with OJ. Oh, I got you. Okay. I thought you were gonna get me, Menendez. You were all over it. Yeah, uh, OJ was '95, and that Court TV launched in '94 with the Menendez brothers trial. And that was really I, the. I, I must the have known that because immediately when you say Menendez, but but like uh, I think everybody goes OJ, right, and, and forgets yeah. the Menendez brothers. Now I, I knew I knew for a fact that that had something to do with it because I remember the endless amount of the Menendez trial, and then recently there was just something on TV uh, that flashed about like a Menendez reality or like a. Oh really? Uh, yeah, it's like uh, th- this is this is how it came on my trivia radar. I think it's like a Law and Order. Or uh, they're now doing real life stories. Okay, so they're making like Law and Order episodes. Oh, uh, so Law and Order after twenty seven years of being on TV has finally run out of <laughs> right. so stuff to do. So it's like so Law now and Order take on real the life? Menendez trial. So it's like it starts. You know that you know how that whole show works, where it starts off with the investigation, and then goes. I don't. I, I, so I, I managed to avoid Law and Order the, my entire life. The, the the way the show works is it's two shows. The first part is the investigation by the police. The second part is the prosecution by the DA. Okay. So it's always two shows, and you see the handoff of the cops giving it over to the prosecutor, and then it's like, can they complete oh, the so case? so I get it, law and order? Okay. Right, exactly. Gotcha. <laughs> so I, didn't so know, I get it. I, honestly, I didn't law know Law and order. Yeah, uh, but that's how the show works. So that's that's what they'll do for the Menendez brothers. Yeah, so Court TV came along just in time, and okay. then everybody got glued to the OJ uh, trial. No longer exists Court TV. Did you know that? It's something else. Uh, yeah, it went through. Is it True I, I, TV? It, was... it might be True TV now. <laughs> they renamed it. I don't know, but it's. All right, I'm going to get you on this, and let's see what we can do here. Um, is Aston Villa a brand of luxury car, a professional soccer team, or an Italian vacation destination and famous vineyard? Okay, so Aston Martin is the luxury automobile. Aston Villa does sound like an Italian winery and thing, so I'm going to go with the soccer team. It is a professional <laughs> soccer team. It's a great name for a villa, though. I, mean, I, would, I would definitely go. It is. It is a professional soccer team that plays in the uh, heart of England, uh, right in the like the Birmingham area, and uh, it, uh, <laughs> it it doesn't sound like it is. But no, uh, I, no, I'm, I'm curious how many. They're a second division team, but they were fam- They're world famous at one point in time, so I thought that was kind of a a good one, and I did not put it in sports, 
because oh yeah, if it's in sports, it's obvious, right? Yeah, you gotta so you gotta, you gotta put that in general knowledge. You gotta put that in general knowledge. So I thought that was a good one. Got any any others? And then I'll uh, throw one more at you. Yeah, you want something else? Actually, uh, I have a couple good ones. So all right, I'll give you one, and then sticking around. Bounce one back for I, me. Yep. Uh, do you know who made the most like tweet ever? The who, most liked tweet ever. Yeah, who made the most liked tweet ever? <sighs> Was it that 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 selfie that got tweeted uh, from the? Uh, That's a great from guess. the Oscars. That is the most retweeted. Oh, tweet ever. But that's a great guess. Nah, that would have been that would. That's all I got. Uh, Obama. Yeah, I was gonna. That was where I was going political next. And yeah, I'm sure he, it was. Uh, I'm sure it was. He not quoted the, Nelson Mandela. Okay. After that, you know, Charlottesville incident, that you know, when Trump was looking awful, here comes Obama, and he uh, quotes Nelson Mandela, <laughs> and it gets 4.7 million likes or something. The most liked tweet ever, but it crushed like the runner-up. No tweet had ever seen three million likes, and he got in the. High fours. You're so. kind of a jerk if you don't like that. Like I almost want to go. <laughs> oh, I almost yeah, want to go on. And Twitter the quote is like, sure uh, I... you know, nobody's born, you know, hating someone for the color of their skin or their religious belief. Uh, it's it's just, a, it, it, like, it's perfectly yeah. apropos and captures the moment. Like, guy was an, a genius statesman. I mean, as far as like you know, being able to. Yeah, he went from what junior senator to president of the United States in eight years. Sure. Not even right. I feel like he was like running for Senate, and four years later, yeah. he was oh, running yeah. for president. There's no question. He gave, I think, the DNC speech uh, that— uh, He did walk—I mean, really, anybody could have beaten W that year. Uh, Literally. I mean, it's, uh, oh, well, not W. He beat McCain. McCain but I, I just but think nobody was, was going tired to, hat. You know, like, oh, and, just, and nobody was going Republican. Well, and, and honestly, McCain got done in by Sarah Palin. Even I didn't vote. McCain know, got done in by Sarah Palin. She she became oh, sort of a national. Thank you. I got one for joke. you. I okay. got one for you. Here, Here you go. go. This will it's be my last segue. Folks. This will be my it's last one for for general for uh, general knowledge. All right, let's hear it. Uh, let's see, uh, Sarah Palin. I had a great quote of hers, and uh, here you go. What was Sarah Palin's answer to the difference between hockey moms and pit bulls? What was Sarah Palin Sarah Palin's answer to the question? What's the difference between hockey moms and pit bulls? You, you remember the speech? I, it was vaguely, a very early on in I, Sarah Palin's uh, I, I career. I vaguely well, do. people still liked her, you know, when she was drumming up a lot of <laughs> People still liked her before they Which started asking McCain, her all these things. Well, McCain grabbed her because he was running against Hillary. Oh, yeah. So he's like, let's get a girl here. She's the governor of Alaska. Nobody knows anything about her. Let's Whoa. just bring her in. And it'll get that. She wasn't running against Hillary. I mean, Obama was was running with uh, with Joe Biden, but it was, I think. The... No, no, he thought McCain thought yeah. he was going to run against Hillary. Right. Nobody thought Obama was, was beating Hillary then. in the primary. Yeah. So yes. when he when he, uh, you know, aligned. Yeah. With with McCain is, right. or with uh, Palin, he was getting the, that woman vote. Sure, sure. Or I think you know even once. That's what you're saying, though. But yeah. well, no, I think Obama was already declared. But the point was. He was like, all right, well, maybe they'll vote for me because they were all hyped up about having yes, a woman yes, in there, charge. There you go. There and you I go. can get, you know, get this group over. Uh, yes. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that worked, unfortunately. It no, was but nothing would have worked Well, you at know, that point. If she was competent, it might have worked. If she had the oh, right answers to all of that stuff. I don't think I don't there's know. anybody he could have gotten. Nah, that was a buzzsaw coming yeah. at him. I mean. That was, that was yeah. just a I mean, All right, nope. so, so the answer to the pit bull question the difference between hockey moms, pit bulls. You know, it's going to be something, 
something pithy. Let's hear it. Lipstick. Lipstick. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good and one. Then, and then she got... That's uh, a good one, Sarah. Then that interview happened where they asked what she reads, and she couldn't answer. Oh. Is that Katie Couric? Like, yeah, she says, so what do you she's read? Like, so how do you keep up with uh, you know the news? Ah, like, oh, magazines and things. Like, oh, like, which ones? And she's like, you know... <laughs> Rogue or like name or one of them. Max name one of them. She couldn't name one. Playgirl. <laughs> Any of that? No. I mean, yeah, that's how I keep up on uh, uh, Maxim for a long for a long time. <laughs> I kept up on the world. That's right. Love their articles. Um, okay, I think we've got enough general knowledge to last us a lifetime in, in that. So let's move on to sports. The, uh, the second uh, part of the Quizzo Trivia podcast. Um, you know, I, I, I just love this because one of my favorite sports names of all time is sort of like hinted in this question but it's not the answer so it's kind of a two-part conversation and it's also entertainment melded with sports which i love even more because gives people a shot at it if you're not a sports fan but maybe you're a fan of this you know particular actor so what was the name of the fictional race car driver played by tom cruise in days of thunder and do you even remember this movie i I remember the movie only because this is where This is where he met Nicole, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. That's right. I was going to ask you that. That was kind of a follow-up. I wish you had given me the follow-up and not the actual question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did not I did give you a little hint in saying that it's, it's a great name. It's a great name. And, like, the guy it's sort of named after who was a race car driver has an even better version of the name. <laughs> That's probably, a lot to get through. It's probably, I mean, the, I funniest get there, it's probably the funniest sports name ever. Really? I, it's hard-pressed to beat this. Oh, you're talking about Dick Trickle? Dick Trickle! <laughs> Dick Trickle! So Tom Cruise's character was named... I Cole thought... Trickle. Oh, okay. He's Cole Trickle. <laughs> Cole Trickle. Cole Trickle. How about that? Yep, absolutely. Cole. I love the name Cole, too. <laughs> like just Cole Trickle. Cole Trickle. But Dick Trickle, is that... I mean, can you get a funnier sports name than that? No. It came right to your head, right? What kind of maniac with the last name Trickle would name their kid Dick? Richard. Yeah. I mean, Richard Trickle. Do people not think at all? No. Are they just going through life no. without even thinking? That would never occur to them. I mean, and you get these celebrity names, and they're, they're the best. Oh, they, Apple? Just, Apple. This is my kid Apple. Banana. <laughs> I your, get being creative. What's your kid's name? Banana? I, I get being creative. Yeah, Banana. It's great. If you want to wear crazy clothes and be creative, that's fantastic. Banana don't Martin. name your kid Apple. Apple Martin. Apple Martin. All right. Okay, good for you. That's fine. Who are we to judge? I'd just give my kid a simple name. You know, that's what I went with. All right, you got one for me, and I'll... Uh... I got a true-false, and then okay. I've got another one before we wrap sports up, but let's go with the true-false first. True or false? Nobody has won a championship playing in two of the four major pro sports. North American pro sports we're talking about here. True or false? Nobody won championships playing in two of the four major pro sports. I think that's false, right? Because you're thinking of Bo Jackson. Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders. Brian Jordan. But did either of them win both? I don't think they did. Now that I think about it, because now Sanders... Win it with the Braves? I don't think so. I'm, I'm going to say true. I'm going to say true. There was, there were guys who played in both, but I don't think there's guys who've won both. Well, so then, you, so the the question is true or false? Nobody has won a championship playing in two of the four major pro right, sports. Right, so it's true. 
You're saying true. Yeah. Okay. The answer is false. So who did it? Gene Connolly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. How come nobody knows this guy's name? He won. He, he pitched for the Braves, won a World Series pitching for the Braves, okay. and then won multiple NBA titles with uh, the Boston Celtics. I've never heard of Gene him before. Gene Connolly, and I've never heard of him before. You see, that's why you tune into this. And it's even, I mean, the guy won NBA titles. That's incredible. And was he a contributor? He played? Oh, yeah, he was on the Boston Celtics. Yeah. And he, and he pitched for the Braves. The Braves always seem to get every two sport. <laughs> yeah, and I guess he was Milwaukee Braves. Oh, no, Milwaukee no, Braves. No, no, part? it might have been before. Let me see. Yeah, well, Milwaukee. I'm thinking yeah, Milwaukee. Milwaukee I'm thinking yeah. in the 50s. This was when uh, the Celtics, early 60s, something yeah, like so that. So they were in Milwaukee for sure. But this is not like prehistoric times. That's crazy. So Gene Connolly, Gene the only Connolly, guy a name I wanted to get out there. I had two. You got me good too because I I did in my head eliminate the three contenders that I knew of. Yeah, you did the right work. Right, and I was like, none of those guys did both. That's what's a shame about this question. Now, people who will remember wrong and think that Dion did win with the Braves. Yeah, that's because that's that's the one that stands out. But I was like, I know, I think they're going to end up getting the question right by default. Yeah, but eh, that happens. That's why it's it's true uh, or false. uh, Well, you know, down the line, you could always ask. uh, you know, you could ask that a million different ways. But, the I other mean, thing too is why a tittle technically would count, uh, but he was before the Super Bowl, so and there you go. also uh, he won an NBA title before it was the NBA. Okay, so the NBA had something I called didn't even the know, something else. I didn't know that he was a two sports star either. So I think he won the basketball title before he started playing football. I love the name Y A Tittle. Um, so Put that up there with Dick Trickle. It's well, it's a, you know, yeah. It's a, there's there's <laughs> there's a little there's a little of that. Um, all right, uh, I want to give you this without. <clears throat> now nah, I gotta I gotta I gotta add the, the the beginning part because just for the audience' sake. All right, so I think the beginning part unfortunately gives this away, but this is uh, still an interesting one. Known for his famous son, who did Sugar Ray Leonard defeat by TKO in the tenth round of a non-title 1978 boxing match? Oof. All right. So, one more time. Known for his famous son, who did Sugar Ray Leonard defeat by TKO in the 10th round of a non-title 1978 boxing match? So, was this an exhibition? I guess that's what I'm... Non-title fight. Non-title fight. Not an exhibition. But it could just mean that neither one of them had a title at the time. So, it's not an exhibition. This was a real fight. Yeah. Who's a boxer known for his famous son? Hmm. That is that is where I'm missing the boat here. 1978 boxer that has a famous son. Yep. All right. I'm going to say the son was not a boxer. Am okay. I on the right track? No. Okay. You see that gives right. it away. That, that, that I thought would have jumped out at me. I, I thought it would have jumped out at me that the, that there was a boxer with a famous son, and it's just not jumping out at me. Floyd Mayweather. Senior. Oh, good one, man. Ah, oh, jeez. Senior. Yep. Oh. Like in in reading about Floyd Mayweather's story, I didn't realize like his, his dad and his uncle were both boxers, and like he he grew up a boxer like from the time he was born, basically. So. You know, with all the the hype of the McGregor fight and everything oh, else, I was yeah. kind of like, well, who's, who's Floyd Mayweather Sr.? But I think people will do what you did, which is not go into boxing. They'll just think somebody's famous whose well, dad was a boxer. Originally, I thought lines. of boxing, and then nothing jumped out. So I was like, oh, I get it. I'm thinking of a boxer here, but it's 
somebody who's famous for something else, yep. and then I just... So, I like that one. I'm glad... Uh, bobbled the whole question. Because I also figure people end. will be off the fact that we're not going to ask anything else about Mayweather McGregor. Cause this is, is that what it is? I had enough, so I put him out, and I'm just hoping that he hangs him up at 50-0? Because I've I've had enough Floyd Mayweather he, for my entire he, life. He, I, I do respect the genius of what he does. It's pretty incredible. He's do you? He, He's the best boxer ever by a wide margin, because he just doesn't get hit. He, he toys well, he's got that people. tiny head. He just toys with people. Like, he... he Everything's a game. Like it's the the whole. The well, whole it was McGregor- impressive of just how much better shape he was in than the younger McGregor. Like he was able well, to McGregor's just huge compared to him. I didn't realize how much bigger he would be. And like Mayweather is small, but it doesn't matter. He just doesn't get hit. So I mean, he he's just such yeah. a great defensive fighter. Well, you you know, have a to lot of, not a lot of guys him. have probably grown up in boxing the way that he not did like from that. such a young age, not where like he that. was able to just his dad, master- teach, his dad and uncle teaching him every single day since the time he was like. You know, the guy, the guy I just wish he was a better guy. It's hard for me to. In those individual sports, it, it's like Tiger forever. I mean, I got an American Tiger sure. who I should have been able to get behind and and love, and instead I just can't stand him. So I have to root <laughs> against him. You know, and that's how Mayweather was. I, I just I hate the guy. So I got nothing I can do except root against him, and he goes fifty and zero. So unfortunate. What can you do? All right, you want to throw one more back at me, then we'll move on to geography history. Yeah, I do. Uh, what team drafted the third all-time leader in passing touchdowns and the second all-time leader in rushing touchdowns in the same draft? What team drafted the third all-time leader in passing touchdowns and the number two all-time leader in rushing touchdowns in the same draft? Okay. Talk about a good draft. That was a good draft. All right, so let's think about this logically. So the third, the current third in all-time NFL touchdowns. Yeah, so if you put up the all-time passing touchdowns, number three all-time, and if you put down all-time rushing touchdowns, number two all-time. Okay. So number three all-time, is it Marino now? I want to say, let's see, so... Favre, Manning, they Manning won. passed Favre. Manning passed Favre. Yeah, so it's the question is, did Brady pass Manning? Or, I mean, did Brady pass uh, Favre? I don't think you're thinking about this question correctly. Okay, you're trying to figure out number three all time in passing. Yeah, what team drafted number three all time in passing, number two all time in rushing in the same draft? Like you know, Marino wasn't drafted alongside the number two all time rushing touchdown guy. Right. So you know, but, Brady but... wasn't drafted alongside the number two all time rushing guy. Okay, so Tarkenton is like the next guy that I could, but I think those guys are passed. So yeah, I, those guys have all been surpassed. Yeah, yeah. So, hmm. I'll give you a clue. We watched this happen together. We were in the same room when this happened. When they got both guys. Yep. <laughs> I remember where we were. No, I, I can't. You're going to remember the event happening. Sure. You're just going to not. Uh, I mean, I can help you out if you need some help. Well, I'm just blanking a little bit on. For some reason. Right, how, how about I help you with this? The quarterback is active. The running back is retired. See if that. That's why you don't think of him as being top three, because he's gotten there behind guys that have broken through Tarkington and Marino. And so he's still. He's still going. Right. Okay. 
So it is the San Diego Chargers. Yeah. And they drafted Drew Brees. Right. First pick of the second round. And then LaDainian Tomlinson. Yes. First pick of the first round. No. Or pick three. Fifth- I pick three picked... or four. It was it was well, very no, early. Number one was Vic, and right. the Chargers had the number one pick. Right. They traded it with Atlanta yep. to move back to what I thought was five, but I could be wrong. Right in that top. You're range. usually better. At that it's than right I am. at the top. I'll, I'll figure out. So they exactly took Tomlinson, where Tomlinson was, was and drafted. they took Drew Brees with the first pick in the second round. Yeah. So they ended and up with Tomlinson Brees, and Brees. Brees from um, Purdue. Um, Tomlinson from <clears throat> Texas Christian. The Horned Frogs, always one of my favorites. TCU. TCU. I love that the. Texas Christian University goes with the Horned Frogs. Like yeah, are they that clueless? Right. I mean, really, guys? Like, really? Like, you could, <laughs> could be the Crusaders or something something a little holier. You're going to give, like, the horny signal yeah, to, yeah, to just, everybody else? That doesn't again, are people even thinking like, <laughs> doing this stuff? I, I don't know. Yeah, he was the fifth overall pick. You had that dead on. You had that, oh, yeah. You had Look that, at me. You had that dead on. So, uh, curious uh, who the top four? I got Vicky one. Leonard David, uh, the number two is a huge bust. Huge bust. I just muttered his name, but uh, Leonard Davis. I'm pretty sure. Jeez, I mean, was that the Ed Reed draft? Did Ed Reed go that year? And Chad Ochocinco? Is that all that same year? No. Okay. That was Reggie Wayne, uh, Santana Moss. Dan Morgan, Packers took uh, Corin Robinson, or Seahawks took Corin Robinson. Packers took Jamal Reynolds. If you remember him? Yeah, that's not the same draft as Chad Ochocinco in the second round. Didn't Chad go in the second round? Richard Seymour. Who did the Ravens take in the first round of that draft? The Ravens in the first round of that draft. It looks like did not. Uh, oh, they took Todd Heap. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that's a that's a year off. All right, so give me the top four. So the top four were Mike Vick, Leonard Davis, Gerard Warren, and Justin Smith. All right, give me Ladanian Tomlinson. Yeah, and Drew Brees. <laughs> yeah, I'll take those two. So is that the best draft ever? I mean, for that team. I mean, it didn't result in the Super Bowl because they let go of Drew Brees, but had. Uh, Curious had, if they got anything else out of that besides those two. I mean, if if you got the number three all time passer and the number two all time rusher. That's got to be the best draft ever. So here was the draft. You think of two uh, Hall of Famers in the same draft for the same team? I mean, can they, we even? They did, they did not hit on a single other pick. That's funny. So uh, Breeze, Tay Cody, Carlos Polk, who actually remember him, my God, from uh, Nebraska. Elliot Silvers, Zeke Marino, Brandon Gorin, and uh, Robert Carswell. I do like the Zeke Marino pick, though. You, know, you see Marino, you take him. That late <laughs> in the draft, if he's still laying around, even if his first name is Zeke. <laughs> That's of course, one. before Zeke Elliott. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Ruined the and now you've got to take any Zeke, any Marino you see. Yeah, well, yeah, just in true. case. That's true. Uh, who's a no Sean Marino? There's another. Yeah. Is it is it Marino? Yeah, Moreno. Moreno. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not Marino. This is, no, this is Zeke Moreno. Oh, it's Moreno. Yeah, 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 I, I thought you said Marino. Marino. No, you got to take a Marino. No, you can pass on Zeke Moreno. <laughs> Moreno's. You can pass on Marino's. <laughs> you got to take. All right. That's a good one. All right, let's move on to some geography history. Um, we got entertainment after this, and then we'll uh, wrap it up for the Quizzo Trivia podcast for this week. I got a bunch of stuff here, but this is <laughs> this was my favorite. I think you uh, you know this question, so I, I assume you're going to get it, but maybe not. We'll, we'll see if, if you even remember it. But 
Okay, so within 50 years either way, I'm going to give you a 50-year swing in oh either direction That's here. That's a big buffer. This is going to be a tough one. What year tell. did the Roman Empire fall? Okay. The uh, end of the Romans within 50 years either direction. You think people are going to know this, or do no. you think it's going to be like... You're no, because if I'm struggling with it... You're going to see answers are that are this. all over the place. Uh, within 50 years, very tough for this. Um, I Should think I change even it if to I 100? Could, yeah, because what's the difference? I mean, just because of when this was. It's not like asking uh, when was the Declaration of Independence signed, and people know it was in the 1700s, but might not know the year exactly. Like, this is... Uh, Alright, so... The Roman Empire fell at the beginning... It was neither holy, nor Roman, <laughs> nor an empire. Discuss. Discuss. <laughs> Saturday Night Live. Yeah, that's right. Is that Coffee Talk? Coffee Talk. Verklempt? <laughs> a little Verklempt. What was that character's name? Uh, I don't remember, but Bart. Well, I know she was like in love with Barbara Streisand. That was like the whole, the whole joke of it. Like anytime they mentioned Barbara, and yes, then, like, she, Mike, loved, yeah, she loved. Barbara. Barbara came on once. Uh, oh, did uh, she? Yeah, yeah, she actually appeared on. But Mike Myers was the woman. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Mike Myers and drag, which is always a good thing. All right, so, all right. I can keep wasting time, but I have a number. Do in it. My head. Scream it. I'm gonna say the Roman Empire fell in 336. 476. Ugh. A.D. Sugar. Sugar. So there you go. But you're you know you're in the right the right general world. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah Not horseshoes Not hand grenades Nope Doesn't It count. Uh, basically got sacked Because their army Was spread so thin All across the globe And they couldn't uh, Withstand an invasion That came in from uh, From the north I believe I feel like something Happened in the 300s That really Crippled them And maybe they hung on For another 100 years And maybe that's why There you go It, it was not good I don't know why I had that end. number In my head you. Yeah well, well then it just Led to the dark ages Pretty much Absolutely. Fun times. Till uh, till Florence. <laughs> till the Medici family. There you go. The Renaissance. Yeah. Um, okay. So you got one for me and I got. Uh, yeah, I do. I got a straightforward one for you. What was the most populous city in 1755 of, uh, you know, what we know now as America? America. America. Of what we know now as America. America. What we know now is America. Most what was the most populous city 1755. in 1755? You want to say Boston? Yeah, you got it. There you go. Nicely done. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. people would think Philly or New York. No, no. I, I people feel know like, Boston? I feel like the the population base up there was stronger in New England. than. Well, I recently had a question about the most populous state in 1800. Hmm. And a lot of people put Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, or Virginia. York. It's Virginia. Yeah. yeah. I figured the population by then would probably, you know, Virginia would have surpassed and, you know, the presidents that are from there. So it's, Yeah, so they had a that, lot of clout. That was my be- my best guess there. All right. Uh, one more from me. This is one that I expect you to get, but it's also one that I know a lot of people don't know. And it's one of those things that's tragic that people don't know because, like, if you are from one of these other countries, it's got to be insanely offensive when people are like, you're from where? Oh, isn't that part of what? Which three countries make up Great Britain? And I know you know this, and you know the difference also between the United Kingdom and Great Britain, which is part of the question. Right, so the UK, which is 
also includes Northern Ireland, uh, which is not the same as Ireland. Yes, that's uh, is part of the UK. Is is part of the UK? Right, the United Kingdom. Great Britain, which people confuse with the UK, is the island in Europe that is home to England, Scotland, and Wales. Correct. Boom. So, so across the Irish Sea, you get Northern Ireland, which is part of the United Kingdom, but not part of the Republic of Ireland. Right. So I've just grown up being annoyed my entire life that Northern Ireland is part of the UK. Sure. You know, and, and but like apparently, when you talk to some people from, they there, don't want to be part. They of, don't want to be part of Ireland. Ireland. So, they, want, they want to be their own country. Yeah, well, like I went over there and because I was it's like, the Protestants in the Catholic War. I mean, they yeah. that that that's. They very much identify with, uh, with... But, you know, you get all fired up on St. Patrick's to give Ireland back to the Irish and, you know, all the songs and whatever and, you know, but then... Really, we know. don't want to be part of it. <laughs> <laughs> you go there, you're like, you're like nah, nah, Belfast is happy to be part of Northern Ireland and they're happy to be part of the UK. Well, you know, I, I always... Um, I'm always fascinated with, like, countries like Wales. You know what I mean? Like, just I don't think anyone knows anything about Wales. It's because England is just so dominant. Right. You know, like Scotland has, you get a little Scottish history from, uh, you know, William Wallace. Yeah, Braveheart. But for the most part, England has kicked everybody's ass up and down that area. And, you know, you it hear, is what it is. They write the history about, books. like, animosity with the Welsh or, like, the wars with the Welsh. I mean, well, I'm I sure think, there was I a lot. the English, they seem to decorate them. You know, Prince of Wales and, that. It's, you know, they didn't... Uh, Princess dies from Wales, so I think they sort of take care of those. I feel like with Scotland, there's enough there's, going there's, there. There's a little, <laughs> there's a little, there's a little fire. There. Yeah, little. I think if you gave Scotland the chance, they would take it to England pretty hard if they could. Well, but Wales seems to be very content. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. I mean, Wales right. is uh, south, you know, southwest. They actually have a different accent too. Yeah, they have uh, a different language. Oh, it's, they have a whole different language. They have a whole different language. Welsh. Yeah. Oh, that's a language. There's a language. Oh, that's why they speak. English yeah. so poorly. It's, you see, it's part. It's part of. <laughs> I thought a, they were speaking it's English. Part of a Celtic culture, right? So you have like Scotland, Ireland, and Wales have a lot of Celtic roots. So there's still like a lot of you know O'Leary's and and Irish sounding names in Wales. Yeah, maybe they spell them a little differently. Right, right, right. But that's you know it's because it's part of the Celtic culture. Yes. Uh, whereas obviously Britain or at least like London proper is not the Celtic culture. That's you know. That, that's the, the the main difference in terms of you know, and I don't know, yeah. I, you just you know, you think one day the Celtics are going to rise up. <laughs> it just, just doesn't seem to happen. England just, just that, seems to have a good. It's like they're expecting it at at every moment. <laughs> you can't fair. sneak up on them. You can't sneak well, up. It's on like the, the Canadians like rising up against <laughs> the United States and just being like we've had enough. It's just probably not going to happen. They can't even get along though. Half of them are French. That's true. Know. Yeah, I can see they're, the French Canadians. They yeah, they look like they want to rise up and and get out all the time. Yes. So could be wrong. All right, let's move to entertainment. Uh, last category of the Quizzo Trivia podcast. I uh, got a lot of great stuff uh, with with this one for you this week, and this is an interesting one because I think that um, it's a movie that's fair. I didn't like it, but it's fairly unheralded, uh, and you would think that it would have been a bigger deal. I think it might have gotten a little bit of publicity, but you're kind of my gauge on this, like how much this got into the pop culture. But do you remember the second movie that Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet starred in? Yeah, I do. I saw it in the movie theater because the, I'm a so huge the first is, fan of the uh, Titanic. Titanic, right? Obviously, I just want to make sure I get the name of this one right because, yeah, this movie 
It was a tough watch. Uh, it was a good. I thought it was a good movie, but it was a tough watch. It's a it's tough a, watch. It's, it's called Revolutionary Road. That's right. Yeah. And and, and you know who's in it? Uh, the dude from Gangs of New York. Not Gangs of New York. Who am I talking about? The, the, uh, Boardwalk Empire. Okay. You know the uh, guy that you just can't stand in Boardwalk, like the detective. Yes. The, okay. The guy in the beginning there. He's a good actor. You know what's funny? He's you know, in that movie. You know too. what he's also in? You know his first movie, the guy you're describing. We got to get his name. We got to do him, uh, do him justice because we actually had him in a round. Yeah, I don't know his uh, name. All right. So the, yeah, well, I, I can't even think of his close to his name. I, this is what's incredible about it. His first movie is Groundhog Day. Yes. Yes, he was in the Groundhog Day round. That's right. That's right. Yep. And do you, you remember did a, you did a picture round with everybody from the Groundhog Day. Right. Do you remember what he Literally. what he was in Groundhog Day? Yeah, he was. Uh, was he the guy that held the camera? No, that was Chris. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris that, Elliott. I, I remember who, him who now. I absolutely love. Um, what was he in Groundhog Day? Yeah, I can picture him, but I can't. What what was he? So do you, uh, so the guy's name, the actor's name is Michael Shannon. Yes, right. Yeah. So now I know. Remember when Bill Murray like started to learn everything that went on, and yeah. there's like the sequence where he's like, "I know everything that goes on in this town." Right. And then he like goes around in the diner. And he's like, "The you know this is what's going on with these two. This is what's going on with <laughs> yeah, these two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a couple in the diner who's having marital like marital problems uh and he's like oh he's doing this with his yeah yeah, yeah. right <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. right right so he like he pinpoints them and he's like you know uh you, you guys do this you yeah, do he that, wants to whatever, do right. your sister or yeah, right, something right, like right. that he points right at so him then and says it at the end of the movie when they're all in that dance right and he's playing piano and whatever else that couple comes up to him and is like you know this man saved our marriage we're getting we're getting together like he, he's the greatest guy ever and then he presents them with tickets to wrestlemania I'll never forget that. He's oh like, and she's gosh. like, and he's like, "How did you know?" Because <laughs> like, he knows everything. <laughs> so oh, that is too funny. So, yeah, so that's Michael Shannon's first role. Because I looked at his IMDb, I'm like, "What has this guy been in besides Boardwalk Empire?" Yeah, he's a good actor. Yeah, but, uh, he's, he's his like, character in Boardwalk Empire oh, is so s- unlikable, scary dude. Yeah, just a scary because he's like one of those uh, uh, what do you call it? prohibition officers yes. at first, but then he turns. He goes. To start working for Al Capone, uh, right. but then I think he has like a spaz. I don't know. I, want, I don't want to give the whole show away, but no. uh, there you go, Michael Shannon. Shout out to you on the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Um, did uh, okay. So <laughs> this is uh, you got one for me, and then yeah, I'll, sure. Uh, I got my favorite question in this game by right, far. Does the here. does the name Meg White mean anything to you? Is she a VJ on MTV? She is that's the drummer Meg, from the Meg White Griffin. Stripes. Yes. Okay. Of course, Jack White and Meg White. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, how is Meg White related to Jack White? They are not related, at all. That is incorrect. No, it's not. They're not related. That's incorrect. Sister? It's not a sister. No, it's not a sister. It's not a sister. He he thought her, they said that they were brother and sister. Right. That's. But what there I'm was thinking. a reason why they said they were brother and sister. Oh. Okay. So now you're teaching me something. I, that's what I. That's what I thought. I knew was that they're not brother and sister and that I think people think Well, that's they what's are. great because I asked the question and people either put brother and sister were or... Ma- were they ex-wife? Yeah, it's his ex-wife. Oh. And they were split up before they got The band famous. got successful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's why they don't tour anymore or anything. They probably don't get along at all. Apparently she doesn't like to perform. That's... Well, on stage. 
uh, she, she, <laughs> she, plays, problem is. she plays drums, dude. Just go get another drummer. <laughs> it just doesn't seem like. I mean, Jack White's awesome, yeah. but it doesn't seem like it's got the same thing without with the, the white. Stri- stripes. I don't know. For some reason, the white stripe yeah, stuff true. is the best. I just want to see the white stripes tour with the black keys. That would be awesome. I mean, shouldn't we? Shouldn't that be awesome? Shouldn't that be the case? That would be awesome. Shouldn't every tour be the White Stripes I, and the Black I, I, Keys? And I've never seen I, the White Stripes. I I've would like to see Jack Keys. White join the Black Keys and just become piano. That's the name of the band. Do you know what uh, HBO show the Black Keys did the opening theme for? I think I hope I'm right on this. People, uh, I do grab this stuff off I the top of my head. I don't. There's a show. I believe you watched this show. True Blood. No. I, I was like, that does not sound like them at all. Hung. Oh. I'll be your man. You know, yeah, walking yeah, down yeah, Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's a That's great the Black movie. Keys. That's a great TV show. It yeah. was very well, Season underrated. one was awesome. I don't know. Did that thing die off? It died off. Yeah, it, it died off. Yeah. It was like. It was hard to maintain. It, it, Maybe it only ran three seasons, but uh, it, it was great for there, a little while. There was something there. Like, HBO has a, a really interesting way of kind of bringing the reality of a place to life like if you want to know what it's like to grow up in baltimore in inner city baltimore go watch the wire like you will you will feel like yeah, you understand wire, I, just, I just cannot get through that show you know oh, how many so times good. i've tried to watch that show so good like, i can compare it only to maybe like lonesome dove where i literally picked up that book it's just like, like 20 times and i battled through the through beginning it. and then i just loved it and right. the wire i i have literally first three a seasons. half a dozen times i have tried to get th- through the wire and i just can't i love it I, but but it brings you into that I've place seen all season one season two i can't do it and then i jumped to like episode one season three it's a whole other thing because it's a whole other thing. Yeah. Every and I watched season, like episode one, season three, and I just can't bring myself to get to episode I, two. I just can't I, I, re- I really was it. a huge fan of it, but I felt like I really understood how difficult life is growing up in that environment. Like kids going to school, living in an abandoned house with no water yeah, or electricity. People who I respect have told me, uh, you know, hundreds of them have told me, you have got to watch The Wire. You will love it. You will love it. And it's, I just it's not an easy cannot. watch, but it does get very interesting. There's a lot that, that gets to it. All right. Let's uh, lighten the mood. Okay. All right. Uh, I I wanted to jump the gun and ask this question so bad I was willing to do it during geography history. I mean, I feel like I love Avon Barksdale and Stringer Bell. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I just can't. <laughs> I like the character. He's one of those guys is British, by the way. Stringer Bell's British. Uh, oh yeah, he's, he's, that, his name I should know. Uh, he's, he's a big star now. He is. He's he's fantastic. Eldris. Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Idris Elba. There you go. Supposedly, he's in talks to be the next James Bond, which I would really like to see. But uh, maybe I did hear that. That sounds familiar. You know, I think he would make a very good Bond. Um, Okay, so what Judd Apatow comedy premiered with the tagline "The longer you wait, the harder it gets." (laughs) Got to be the four-year-old version. The four-year-old version. How true? Can you imagine the moment in that writing room? When that guy is like, Wait came a up with that tagline. I got it, guys. Yeah. The longer you wait, the harder it gets. You slap the table. <laughs> just done. Guys, that that. Dinner is, you know, dinner for that guy tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's just is, the greatest. Is, boom. The you greatest pun it. ever. It's like when I launched Throner.com, which I have to go back and revisit. <laughs> the fact that I've had the tagline, more than winter is coming for all these years. Yeah. Like, and now I finally got that Jon Snow, <laughs> Daenerys scene. Uh-huh. And it's like <laughs> that moment when you just exploded into your aunt. <laughs> that's, like, that's the meme going around. It's just Oof. like, you know, you just impregnated your aunt. How does it feel, Jon Snow? Oof. 
Uh, people who don't watch Thrones will not understand. Yeah. <laughs> they, will, they will not get that that they was not get that. How, how strange the circumstances. But uh, there you go. The And if you don't watch version. Game of Thrones, what are you doing? Yeah, guys. What are you doing? Just go start at the beginning. Buck up. What is it? 15 bucks a month for HBO? I mean, just do it. You can buck up for a month or two and go get yourself caught up. It's the most pirated show of all time. Just go figure out a way to get it done. I'm not telling people to break the law. But I'm not doing that either. Get out there for 30 bucks, and in two months, you can catch up on uh, the greatest show of all time. It's worth it. It's worth it. And you've got uh, a year and a half to do it, right? Before the <laughs> final season? All too long. Um, hey, do you know where uh, Rihanna is from? Yeah, I do. She is from, well, back in the day, she was Robin Fente, right? Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, Barbados? Barbados. Yeah, there you go. I just threw that out there. I wasn't sure how, how much you would know that. All right, throw one back at me. I'll, I'll, do, I'll give you one more before we call it a night. All right, so I'll go with a bonus one for you then if we're at the end here. Ten points each. What two 80s TV series... Featured an Uncle Jesse. Ah, well, you know I'm going to get full I know house. one is your wheelhouse. Full house. Then, you know. I mean, clearly, Jesse Gotsopoulos, one of my, John Stamos, one of my favorite characters of all time. Easy I met 10 him. points for everybody. So I met John Stamos. I saw the interesting him. about this is the people who are fans of Full House, I don't necessarily think will be fans of the other show. And fans of the other show, I don't think will be fans of Full House. I got the house. other one, too. Okay. Got the other one, too. Well, you fit but, in that category. Yeah, that yeah. Would, that I, would I definitely love that. Both, I, but... I, they were two of my favorite shows for different reasons. I don't completely. think most of the guys our age are big Full House fans the no. way you are. Yeah, I, I was because I had a huge crush on right. uh, Candace Cameron. Right. And uh, when I met John Stamos, my dad took me to Broadway to see um, uh, how to succeed in business without even trying. And Matthew Broderick was uh, was off, and John Stamos was filling his role. Oh, okay. So I met him. After the show, because I don't know if you knew this, but if you go to Broadway shows, the actors all come out to the back of the theater. Yeah, after I went the to Matilda and, last year for the with most my part, kids. They'll, and they'll come out. You know, the kids are there and, and stuff. And yeah, else. you That's can sort of shake hands and all take yeah, pictures. Yeah. Yep, you know, for a little while. They, they do it. And some obviously, you know, do it more uh, often than others. But he was incredible. Not only was he super I wouldn't nice, expect, like, John Stamos, though, to come out. Yeah, he did. Yeah, uh, that was nice. He, he, he was out. He talked to everybody. I think, you know, the Broadway experience was different for him, and he was at a point where when you're Uncle Jesse, you want to be taken seriously as an actor. So, when so you, you start playing drums in the Beach Boys. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I talked to him about. So 15 minutes I spent talking to him about drum sets because I played drums at that point in time. Right. I had a beautiful drum kit, a, a Pearl custom maple shell, which I eventually had to sell when we were in college. Uh, I don't know if you remember that, but I even had part of that kit stored in Washington, D.C., no, I don't remember uh, for, for a while. I I brought it to uh, that used good, you know, the guitar center that we sold uh, that big. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. To. Yeah, I sold that and, and drums and whatever else I had put in that storage bin. So, um, but yeah, he was a super super nice guy. And the other one, of course, the Dukes of Hazard. Yes, you got Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Jesse. Jesse. So yeah, yeah. Bowen Luke's yep. uncle, Bowen Luke's uncle, and Daisy Duke's uncle. What's how did that all work? No, Daisy's dad. Maybe was it Daisy? I don't think it was Daisy's dad. So he's just Uncle Jesse, but not because Daisy was Daisy the sister cousin. or their cousin. So maybe just Daisy had a different dad. I don't know. We can go back and yeah. Pick what's that the up. what's the what's going on over there? <laughs> what's going on with that? With uh... so we need a Daisy Duke origin story. <laughs> That's right. And you know what? I I would see that movie. They just got to get a new Daisy Duke. Yeah. Well, we're we've passed the uh... <laughs> oh the Catherine Bach days. All right. Let's see. You definitely don't want to get Catherine Bach out as the new Daisy Duke. Now, Jesse is the uncle to Daisy, for sure. 
Bo is a cousin. Luke is a cousin. So we Corey have, and Vance are So we cousins. have no idea where the Duke boys' father and mother are or where Daisy's father and mother are. Okay. Sounds about right. Oh, I'm, I just, I, I'm just asking. Yeah, just, I mean, I can't, know. I can't answer that for you without having to do some. We're gonna do our uh, some research on that. But her, Uncle Jesse is not her father. I, I knew they were cousins, so that's why maybe I was assuming that he was the dad. But is there somebody named Cooter in that show? Yeah, he was uh, congressman. The mechanic. See the mechanic. He was the one that became the congressman yeah, in yeah. Georgia. Yeah, yeah, but but he was in the show. I think he was a mechanic. Cooter. Uh, okay, is that what he did? I don't know. I just like that name. It's funny. <laughs> Isn't he the offensive coordinator of the Detroit Lions? Yeah, Jim Bob Cooter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's big year for Matt Stafford. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else to end the Quizzo show on? Uh, let's see if it, I, I'm going to throw one more at you. One more at you, and then we'll call it All a right. day. For 20 points, because you know I like ending on a bonus. Can you name the actor and actress who played the famous SNL cheerleaders? And for an extra 10 points, can you tell me what school they were cheerleaders from? Or okay. what the team name all right. was? All right, so let's... Jeez, oh, so I need... All right. I thought I was gonna get. I thought I was going to get 10 points for Will Ferrell. Yes, you are. Okay. So there's and a And I'll 10. get 10 points for the Spartans. 10 points for the Spartans. And then i got to come up with her name. Her name. That's going to take some time. <laughs> okay. You want it? Sherry O'Terry. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I I don't, yeah, it would have taken forever. One of my all-time favorite Saturday Night Live skits. The, oh, yes. Yeah, great. The cheerleaders. Just fantastic. All right. So that is it for the uh, Quizzo Trivia Podcast for Nick. My name is Drew. We will see you next week. Everybody be safe out there. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information.